Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, understanding culture. Folks listening to this, in particular my general nihilism associated with societal shame and these kind of things, may think that I have a somewhat neutralised, watered down, is this really important perspective associated with culture. And frankly, that would be a pretty good assumption listening to short funks to date. I've not lived in places long. I've moved around almost continuously. The culture that once existed that I was a part of is no longer there anymore and has been polluted and corrupted in a variety of different directions. And of course, that's a unique perception that I have because everyone else who was there through the past 15 years have just been kind of chugging along, assuming what's going on is going on. But I have a perspective of culture that comes from always being in the minority. And when you're always in the minority, maybe not with regards to your skin colour and these kind of things, but when you're in the minority with regards to your thinking, you have to be relatively culturally sensitive. And this goes somewhat in contrast to the discussion associated with societal shame, but I wanted to point out that they're not mutually exclusive. You can be culturally sensitive as an observer, enabling folks to continue with their various cultural curiosities, and you can certainly enjoy aspects of culture. I mean, without putting too fine a point on it, I enjoy good meal, a variety of different kinds of meals, and in doing that, I am, to a certain extent at least, trying to pay homage to various cultural idioms and enigmas. I am surrounded by different cultural groups. One could also call them ethnic groups. That have decided, amongst all odds, to band together in their own little ghetto fortresses and enact commonality in order to make them feel comfortable. My wife and I periodically discuss how curious it is that we live in such an amazing time in terms of cultural and social change, particularly associated with technological change. But there is a continued group of folk that want things to stay the same, that feel a necessity, in particular associated with where they've lived, that they've lived in this place for their entire lives, and if the place changes, and if the cost of living in the place changes, that is going to be a big problem for them. I've moved almost continuously through my adult life, and I've moved for a variety of reasons. Some of them economic, some of them social, some of them just because I'm sick of the place. And when you view your life in terms of continued series of migrations, you start to realise that actually there are pluses and minuses almost everywhere. But when you encounter people that haven't moved, that have stayed in the same place for their entire lives, you realise that this is actually quite a curious social phenomenon, which typically is created in the modern society. Could be created through poverty, could be created through wealth, could be created through a variety of factors. But when I meet folk that have lived in the same place their entire lives, I don't really have a conversation to have with them. It's an interesting thing associated with culture. Where I am currently, the San Francisco Bay Area, in a variety of areas, there is a movement against new, against change, against income coming in. And my long-ago friend Douglas Rushkov has published a book recently called Throwing Rocks at the Google Bus. 
Like many of Douglas's books, I don't think I need to purchase it. I live the life. I understand it in a day-to-day dogmatic way. But underlying all of this is the perception of sameness creating culture. I'd like to think that as an individual, I can pick and choose from the smorgasbord of things and create my own unique culture out of that. Perhaps it's a culture associated with giving back, associated with recording podcasts for no money, associated with creating communities just with the spoken word. And maybe this culture is something that will infect the lives of others, improve their quality of life, improve their interests. But it comes through this constant transition, this constant movement. And I wonder what the folks that have lived in the same areas for their entire lives, what their equivalent is, whether it's meeting friends in an environment, whether it's talking in front of people, whether it's maintaining a social community, And certainly when I look in the areas that I've lived, that has always been a little bit curious, because it seems to me, at least, to be more associated with an internal narrative than associated with an external acknowledgement. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.